Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. A grim financial picture causes Mayor Adams to demand all city agencies cut their budgets. I'm Marla Diamond at City Hall. The Board of Corrections meets today to deal with a shameful situation that's getting worse. Calls for action amid claims that correction officers at Rikers Island failed to help inmates who died by suicide and overdose. I'm Sean Adams in Lower Manhattan. Craig Allen will take us through this challenging morning of weather. Plus, we'll dip into the archives of the WCBS News Radio 88 seconds in sound on the first step towards normalcy in New York on this date in 2001. This is Tuesday, September 13th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane. Craig Allen says later on some clearing after the storms this morning as we head to a high around 80 today. You'd have to describe it as dire, this memo from the mayor of New York City warning of major financial losses to the city treasury as Wall Street suffers through inflation and possible recession. So he's making a painful order today. Marla Diamond is at City Hall with news of across-the-board budget cuts, including the NYPD. Marla, what's the mayor asking? Paul, that all city agencies, including the NYPD, start cutting expenses by 3% and prepare for years of belt tightening due to stock market losses, inflation, and possible recession. The directive from the mayor's Office of Budget and Management also cites rising health care costs, higher energy costs, and mandated new needs like shelters for the asylum seekers that keep coming here from Texas. It's also the loss of federal stimulus funds offered during the pandemic. In a statement, Mayor Adams said he is committed to public safety and physical discipline, but new costs will increase the city's obligations by billions of dollars. Also in the plan, a $435 million cut to schools, while the city tries to come up with funding to comply with a state law reducing class sizes by next school year. Okay. Yep. Dire. That's the word for it. Uh, does the mayor see things getting better anytime soon or direer, if that's a word? Right. He does see uh, things getting worse. In fact, the cuts could be even steeper next year, as much as 5% due to a possible recession leading to declining tax revenue from Wall Street and other city businesses. And most of the city's labor contracts have expired or are about to. Discussions with the labor unions are likely to be very complicated. Marla Diamond this morning on the story. Last year was an awful year for debts at Rikers Island. This year is worse. This morning, advocates will make their case to shut it down while the Board of Correction holds a meeting. Sean Adams is in Lower Manhattan right now. Sean, where do things stand on closing down that notorious jail? 
Well, nothing's imminent. Uh, Mayor Adams has uh, doubts about the previous administration's plan to uh, close Rikers Island. So uh, in the meantime, you have uh, things like this being said. Shut it down. Let the federal government take over. Just a couple of the things that uh, advocates for uh, the incarcerated are calling for. Uh, they're demanding action following this uh, watchdog report uh, that uh, found that Rikers Island correction officers failed to help inmates who OD'd or took their own lives. Sixteen inmates died in 2021, 13 so far this year. The report found correction officers lied in their logbooks. They wrote that they conducted rounds, but actually failed to check on inmates every 30 minutes in some cases. Investigators also noted uh, cases where guards failed to perform CPR. They waited for medical personnel. Also, inmates who indicated that they felt like they wanted to hurt themselves, they missed medical appointments during which they could have received help. Paul, Wayne? Sean, what are correction officials saying in response? The Department of Correction points out that these deaths, uh, obviously, it's horrible, but uh, they took place during an unprecedented time during the pandemic, and that was a really taxing uh, time on jails and prisons all across uh, the nation. The department says it is committed to improving care, and it's working with the Board of Correction uh, regarding some of their recommendations. Sean, thank you. A mother who allegedly drowned her three children off of Coney Island yesterday had no record of mental illness, but members of her family say she had been struggling both emotionally and financially. The Post reports she was facing eviction from her Neptune Avenue apartment for not paying $10,000 in back rent. The reports say she was also battling the children's father for custody. Gas has fallen below $3 a gallon around here, but only at two stations we can find. They're both on Palisades Avenue and Cliffside Park. One is $2.99, the other is $2.95. According to Gas Buddy, a hat tip to our Joe Connolly for the heads up on that, I'm heading to Jersey after work. It's nice to see sunshine and dry conditions in the forecast, Craig, because we need to dry out after this morning. We do. That was quite a downpour for some areas. If you're on the outskirts, a quarter inch or less. If you're right under it, one, two, three inches of rain with various flash flood warnings and flood advisories still in effect for portions of Connecticut, Hudson Valley, northeast New Jersey, and in and around some of the boroughs. This has turned into uh, a, a pretty solid line that runs from north of Hamden right on down through Ansonia, approaching New Haven right now, Milford, Bridgeport, over the Sound, and right down into central Suffolk County. So it's coming on down through the Sunken Meadow um, uh, Parkway and Sacticos Parkway from uh, and also down towards Smithtown and Islip and then out over the water and it's moving east-northeast. So the rest of Long Island and a good portion of the rest of Connecticut still in line for a heavy shower or downpour and a thunderstorm and then later today drying out with highs near or a little over 80. So the threat for an additional shower or thunderstorm is still with us through about lunchtime and then it dries out and after that not another drop of rain in the forecast. 65 uh, for the city tonight, 50s to near 60 in the suburbs, and an 80 degree coming, uh, 80 degree day that is coming up on Wednesday. Right now, 72, and the humidity is 93 percent. We expect a vote today by the New York State Board of Regents to force private schools to meet some basic standards on math and English. Because of that report, which you may have seen, our Steve Burns says the mayor and governor are not saying much about this troubling report. The report in the New York Times was damning. Despite getting loads of public money, Hasidic schools in and around New York have routinely failed to give students an adequate secular education in subjects like English and math. Part of the problem, the Times found, is politicians passing the buck. We believe that every child in the state of New York deserves to have a very high quality of education. 
Um, people understand that this is outside the purview of a governor. Governor Hochul says any response will be up to the state's Department of Education, which is an independent agency. In the city, Mayor Adams wants to take his own look. So I'm not going to look at a story. Uh, I want a thorough investigation. I want an independent review, and that's what the city has to do. And we're going to look at that. The mayor is condemning reports of corporal punishment in these schools. With the mayor in Midtown, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Visitation starts today for Anthony Varvaro, the Port Authority police, killed in the wrong way crash as he drove to his post as a memorial for 9 11 on Sunday on the Turnpike Extension in Hudson County. Varvaro, father of four from Staten Island, will be mourned at Wakes today and tomorrow at Matthew's funeral home in Willowbrook. A funeral mass will take place on Thursday. A GoFundMe page has been created to support his family. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup on a Tuesday. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murdane. Three things to know on the Morning News Roundup. First, former NYPD Commissioner Bernie Carrick is among about 40 people who've been subpoenaed by the Justice Department over efforts to influence the 2020 election results. Another person subpoenaed before this grand jury is Dan Scavino, Trump's social media advisor. Number two, Succession and Ted Lasso topped the Emmy Awards last night. Zendaya won her second Best Drama Actress Award for Euphoria about teenage sexuality and addiction. She thanked the Academy for making a, quote, safe space to make a very difficult show. Third thing, there has not been a national railroad strike in the U.S. in 30 years, but Amtrak is canceling several routes out of Chicago and in California in case the unions, mostly for freight lines, strike Friday over pay and working conditions. Up next, it's our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for September 13th. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning, yeah. Mr. President. Yeah, thank you all very much for taking my phone call. 2001. Two days after the terror attacks, jetliners returned to the sky. Passengers faced new boarding rules. Secretary of State Colvin Powell named the suspect Osama bin Laden. And President Bush on the phone with Mayor Rudy Giuliani and Governor George Pataki promised help. Uh, first of all, I can't tell you how uh, sad I am in America is for uh, the people of New York City and the tri-state area. There's a quiet anger in America. Also, though, I can't tell you how proud I am of the good citizens of that of your part of the world. And I know the citizens of New York and the tri-state area, people of New, New Jersey and Connecticut are appreciative as well. We're, we're going to sustain a tremendous loss of our bravest and our, our best people. And the uh, relief that you're now making available to the families is going to mean a lot to them. They're, they're, they're going to be able to think about the fact that their children are going to be taken care of that they're going to be able to go to college, that they're going to be able to carry on. New York City, 1970. We were looked on as, as strange. Runners, you know, running around in their shorts. We, we were looked at as strange. That's the winner of the very first New York City Marathon in 1970. Gary Merka, a firefighter who had worked all night, just finished up his shift at 9 in the morning and then ran. Two hours and 31 minutes. Now, back then, it was not a five-borough race. It was just Central Park, around and around and around. Champion Bill Rogers remembers. First time I, I swung around New York City Marathon, it was four laps of Central Park, and it was very tough. It was like that was the old days of marathoning. But 76 became the new days, and the marathon was reborn. Now it takes a helicopter to see it all. So many uh, runners here uh, on this north uh, side of the Verrazano Bridge coming from Fort Wadsworth. 15,000 plus runners filling this village here at Fort Wadsworth. One of those runners, our reporter, Marla Diamond. Every year I get out here and I say, why am I doing this? This is September 13th.
Do you think back then they ran in like heads and things? You think about how it's evolved over the years. I can't imagine what the quote unquote running technology and the gear was like 50 plus years ago. They should have a flip flop marathon. Wouldn't that be fun to watch? It sounds like my house on a weekend. <laughs> T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.